This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Jess on Joy. We've got the coolest former industrial lawyer you will ever meet on the line. He There's is no now such thing. <laughs> exactly. He is now the leader of the Australian Greens and federal MP for Melbourne, Adam Bant. Thanks Thank- for joining us. What a what a lovely introduction. Thank you very much. <laughs> Look, we have we've got some kind of breaking news, and up until forty five minutes ago, it was kind of dire breaking news. But now, what, what's going on? What's happening with Abbotsford Centrelink? Yeah, so just to rewind, on yesterday the uh, government was saying, and this is including in a letter that the minister wrote himself personally to me, Mm. um, yesterday the government was saying, look, we are going to close Abbotsford Centrelink, the landlord won't let us stay, and we're going to close it last day Thursday, like today. Mm. So last day tomorrow, and then Friday they're out forever. Would that Um, be normal on a regular thing? Would that be normal to hear... No, anyway. absolutely not. I, and and um, obviously they must have known about it for some time and um, they kept it to the last minute and so we get notification, bang, it's going to close uh, within a day or two. So uh, then um, we've been down there raising Merry Hill at the site and um, talking to people who are going to be uh, like staff. They're obviously shattered, but the, the, the people in the area, um, yeah. you think about this area, it's an area with a lot of public housing in the area. There's a lot of uh, people reliant on government support and they need the ability to come in and talk to someone face-to-face to sort out their Centrelink issues. The, that um, would have been before this and now more than ever. Like, yeah, that's, oh. that's right. And I don't know if you rem, um, remember those images that we saw on the news um, soon after the first coronavirus restrictions hit of like Depression-era doll queues snaking yeah. around the corner. I mean, they, many of them were filmed, filmed outside the Abbotsford office. So oh. at a time of high demand in a public housing um, area, area of really high need, to get less, you know, just over a 24 hours notice of a closure was um, was absolutely savage. And so we've been fighting hard since. What we found out, to, and so remember, of course, the government said, oh, it's the landlord's fault, they won't yeah. let us stay. Today, the, um, the landlord said, oh, no, look, hang on, we'd be very happy for them to say, um, we've, we've offered them an extension of the lease and we've just never heard back. So the, the rationale for them just dissolved, it only stood there for less than 24 hours before it crumbled. <gasps> now, um, uh, so now, uh, just this evening, just before coming on air, we've just got notification that they're going to stay there for another three months. Um, it's not going to close uh, this weekend. It's not going to close tomorrow. So the Centrelink is there for another three months um, to give us a bit of time to build up a campaign to keep it there permanently. So was that the pressure? Was it were they absolutely? absolutely it was definitely government just closed. responding to pressure. They just thought, oh, we can slip this through and no one will care because everyone's busy um, dealing, you know, looking after their own lives, dealing with the coronavirus and so on. And they didn't expect such a big community backlash. And as a result. Now got the centre is is not closing, which is a big win. Is there other things that we should be that that are happening that like un, that we're not noticing right now? Is this something we should be concerned about that we find out once we are all out of this? Yeah, there's um, uh, the government is is gearing up to. Uh, 
take money, public money, or that should be going to schools and hospitals and use it to now um, fund new gas infrastructure in Australia. Mm-hmm. We're at a time when we should be getting out of uh, out of gas and coal and onto renewables. Uh, reports come out in the last day or so that said, oh, look, the, the answer to um, our economic recovery and apparently our energy salvation is to start putting public money into gas, which is just crazy at a time when we've got to deal with the climate crisis and renewables are so cheap. But is- that's what they're doing is this bizarrely some sort of like amazing time for them to be able to like when they didn't want us to protest just before all this happened they were trying to stop protests and then obviously we could still protest and now we actually can't protest is this like uh, some sort of you know crazy di- or i shouldn't say it, but like you know government wet dream almost at the moment because well i'm really worried that especially because parliament's not sitting there's no scrutiny on there's them no scrutiny, and, yeah. and so there i think they're sitting there cooking up a lot of plans and at some point when Parliament resumes later in the year we're going to find out what some of them are but we're getting a glimpse of them. I think Mm -hmm. it involves more Centrelink branches being closed and it'll be just like the banks where they say oh you can do everything online now so don't worry we'll just shut down your Centrelink offices. (sighs) Uh, I'm worried that it involves giving more money to their gas and coal mates um, in a way that'll make the climate crisis worse And but what I'm really worried about is that they'll say Oh, well, look, we, we had to spend all this money to keep things afloat during the coronavirus crisis. Mm. Um, and now, I'm sorry, but we're going to ask you to pay it all back. And yeah. the burden's going to fall on young people in particular mm-hmm. who just won't be in a position to, um, uh, to be able to deal with it. They're already doing it really tough during this crisis. And yep. I'm really worried that they'll say, oh, well, we can't afford all of these um, social programs anymore because now we've got to pay back the debt and the burden's going to fall on Which people happen. who can't it's afford it. Normal. It'll be the arts. It'll be the, the disenfranchised. Look, Adam, thank you so much. Lucky you are there in Canberra, keeping those, keeping Melbourne Thank represented you. and knowing where we belong and it's and it's good to it's good to have a bit of a win, even when a win and sometimes Definitely. stopping them from doing a bad thing, it's, you know, stand up to bullies and it works. Wrap up your Thursdays with Tom and Jess on Joy Drive. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne, stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Find all our podcasts at tomandjessradio.com or subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy Podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.